Hello and welcome to Demon, the Moment Demon's Band Podcast. Meets, you've had a week to freshen up in the twos. How does it feel to return to the diluted lineup? Thanks for that, Kieran, for dropping me last week in favour of Lior, though apparently our listenership increased significantly in my absence. Substantially. I wonder why. Mm, I don't know what the... must have just been random chance. Of course, of course. It must be because people were really upset about the Essendon loss and they wanted to listen to... That would have to be the reason. Of course. There's no other reason. It couldn't have been that I was taken out of the lineup and then all of a sudden the ratings improved. He just added an injection of, of life into the podcast. Did he really? Yeah. Mm. Is that what people have told you? Is that the feedback you've received? <laughs> that is the feedback I've received. From yeah. Lior or from Primarily Ariel from Lior. Or from, okay. Lior and his family, primarily. Yeah. From and his family. Um, but the game. You're always back when we get a win. This is classic you. It's not. It really is. Just conveniently well, you seem out of action. Okay, to be fair, I was out of action, as you know, because I was like absolutely getting crushed with work. But I um, no, I am back in action right when we managed to get our first win of the season. So maybe that makes me a downhill scale. Oh, and how good was it? So we're currently in Barbados renewing our visa for the US. And we watched the game at, what, 5.30 in the morning? Yeah. Staring at the ocean. Yeah. It's a pretty good way to do it. It was actually really beautiful. I mean, look, that first quarter didn't look too pretty. Yeah. But then after that, um, things really improved, huh? Well, it looked like Sydney could have finished us off if they just kicked straight, if Buddy was on. But we just kept coming. Didn't yeah, we? they definitely they peppered the the um, shots at goal. Like they had some terrible forward fifty entries actually, and so I thought we got a bit lucky. And also, Buddy kicked like what one three, so he wasn't kicking all that well for goal. And he was a bit selfish, I think. He was very selfish. Yeah, he was taking shots from 55, 60 meters. When you're on an opponent like Sam Frost, you got to respect your opponent, yeah. you know. You don't do stuff. You like don't that. do stuff. You like play that. the percentages, of course, of course. In there, even though watching the highlights again, it's like every single moment, every single Sydney goal seemed to involve a Sam Frost, <laughs> Frost special. Getting pushed yeah, out of the exactly, way. exactly. Um, but, but you know what? I think for our season to be rejuvenated, we needed a bit of luck like that. We needed an opposition to not take their chances. Kind of unlike what happened in the first few weeks, where the opponents just kept kicking. Particularly the goals Geelong, yeah. they just were converting brilliantly and right. so yeah absolutely we needed a lucky kind of scrappy win like that but look we looked a lot better right the I mean second half was great yeah and the third quarter we just kept kicking goals from that um pocket it was extraordinary yeah like the milkshakes goal the two Jones goals the Viney goal it was extraordinary it was fantastic and in the second half we beat Sydney in contested possession by 31 mm. it's incredible beat them in inside 50s by I think nearly 20 yeah so it's back to the old Melbourne yeah right um and look it's you know I think and maybe this just gets to our first question, are we back on track? I think it's a little bit too early to say just because of the fact that, you know, Sydney are a slow team and they yeah. also don't look that great. And they're also in a bit of a hybrid period right now, right, where they're transitioning out all these old players and then transitioning in all these new players. So they're in this sort of weird They're in the flux. in-between zone. Yeah. They really are. They're not yeah. like I, – I don't think that Sydney will make the finals. I don't think so either, although we've said that probably For every years, year. Every single year we're like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're done. It's their, their time in the sun is over and they keep making finals. So yeah. maybe they will. But I don't think that they're like a serious team. Right. Um, and so, you know, I mean, and they're also slow. And so right. that's the thing. They're not a quick team, which is what we really struggle with. Exactly right. I mean, they play a little bit like we do. Yeah. Which is maybe not a surprise given the ruse kind of Mold. footprint yeah. of our team. Um, but big yeah. slow dudes. Yeah, big slow dudes. Yeah. Exactly. We have all these love big the body contest. guys in the middle. Love Workman the contest. Workmanlike. Yeah. Workmanlike. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, 
you know, time will tell, but I'm glad that we beat them in contested possession because they still have some some beasts. Oh, them. yeah, absolutely. And we smacked them around as right. well. It was like not even a – and, you know, it, I was impressed as well because Oliver didn't start well, yeah. particularly in that first quarter. Three and possessions look, in the first quarter. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But he really came home like a rocket, didn't he? And He's so fantastic. He He's really got an was. ability to work his way into a game, yeah. which is fantastic. And, look, Gus didn't have a great game. I mean, he kicked the sealer, which was good. Mm. But he didn't really have a great game because he was getting tagged so aggressively by Hewitt, who's a pretty good tagger. Right, exactly. Um, but everyone just kind of made a contribution. Um, and I think you must be particularly pleased that Jones and Track had good games. <laughs> I think you retired Jones I last not. week. I think you sent Track back to the VFL to build form. Isn't it better to build form in the AFL? Wouldn't that be kind of handy? You're so smug after one game. Like, what if they play badly next week? What are you going to say? What about Track's goals, though? Yeah, they were really that good. That second snap really, when he was really being good. tackled for 50. I reckon there's maybe five players in the comp that could kick that goal. I know. And I would say Dugowie's one of them. And I'd say Track and Martin are two others. Do you agree with that? I think there's others as well. But yeah, anyway, others, yeah. <laughs> but like, just the excitement on your face when Track kicked that goal. That's the thing. I think no one is cheering harder for Christopher Tracker's career more than you. have invested a lot. You've invested a lot. You've gone yeah. hard. Um, you, you've got, you, you know, you fight off all those people on Melbourne Demons Uncensored um, <laughs> who keep calling for his axing. No, I just said that I thought that if he's not playing well, put him in the twos. Like, just do what they did with Gus. And look, he came back much better. Yeah. So I don't understand. I'm not saying anything controversial. And quite frankly, like, the thing about Jones is I love Jones, but ultimately you do have to get to a point as a football club where you are transitioning newer players in to take the roles and responsibilities of the older players. Like, that's what you have to do. Like, I don't think that if it's – and so if an older player isn't playing up to, you know, what their usual standard is, like, I mean, it's harsh, but you do have to sort of look to the future a little bit and say, all right, well, what are we going to do if this person isn't performing particularly well? We have to start investing in new players. Well, I agree with that. But then you look at... It's just the, a circle of life. You look at the way we got rid of James McDonald. Yeah, right? of course. Which I think was premature and I think really harmed the culture. I think you've got to be careful with that. Like the Bulldogs won a premiership, keeping on a lot of, you know, old timers. Well, yeah, but they also have one of the youngest lists as well, right? That's true, so, but, but we have a pretty young list as well. There's not that many old players on our list. There's Jones, there's Lewis. Who else is really old? Well, I'm not even suggesting we retire Jones. All I was saying was that he might need to go back to the twos for a little bit. Like in the same way that I just think that everybody has to earn their spot, right? Yeah, but I think we should hesitate because I think he shows that he has flashes of the old Jones. And he doesn't have the pace he used to have and he's not going to have the game-breaking impact. But he's got flashes of it. Of course. And we love Jones. And yeah. like that's, you know, there's no doubt. And he performs so well. And that was awesome. But yeah. I agree with you. The, I mean, the, the test is still to come. I mean, one good game doesn't mean anything if he has three or four quiet games. But it also, we get run off our feet. Yeah, yeah. I just also think that maybe I'm a little bit more heartless than you are. But like, you are. Okay, well, I'm glad that we agree on that. Anyone who'd know us who would say that. I just think it's a little bit of a circle of life, isn't it? Like, I think the circle of life is that you always have younger players who are, you know, trying to take... You need to have younger players who are trying to take the spots of older players. That's how any successful club works. Like, that's... That's not... And if that happens, and that shows that the system is working, not that the system is failing. I suppose that's true. Yeah. I guess I preferred the bit in The Lion King when Mufasa was still alive. Yeah, okay. You preferred when well, Scar came in. No, that is not what I was saying. But I'm just saying list. that that's like, but that's exactly what Hawthorne had done. And so, you know, ultimately you can't get, all I'm saying is, is that at some point you do, I'm not saying it's this year, I'm not even saying it's next year, but at some point you've got to take the sentiment out of it all yeah. and sort of go, okay, like, is the system working, right? Because are, are, the, are younger players getting an opportunity who will be, and, you know, younger players will be the ones who are there for the next 10 years or so. I agree with that. One question, though, 
Who's knocking down the door for Jones's spot? Spot on, spot on. No one. There's no one. No one. So therefore, so at least, so as long as there's no one knocking down the door, I'd rather keep Jones in, course, even if he's out of form. No one is yeah. saying. No, of course, yeah. I think. Don't know why we're spending so much time on this. I just think you're missing my point, which is that. I'm just like, doing my victory dance. No, but this is how the system is meant to work. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And for Melbourne to be a good club, this has to be what happens. That's true. That's true. Um, I still have a few question marks over our team. I mean, I'm a. I still want to get Tom McDonald into the kind of form he's capable of. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it is quite funny when he did kick that one goal. The celebrations were like he was a first gamer <laughs> who's finally kicked a goal oh, after like, like 20 games all, or something. When, it was like, did you see the way that Oliver jumped on Wiedemann? And Wiedemann <laughs> kicked his first goal? Oh, like, that's it was huge. Just, no, but it was, I think that they're all, yeah, I feel that it was, it was a little bit like, um, I'm not sure, this might be a very niche reference, but in Mighty Ducks 3, where they get that new mean coach, Coach O'Shea, and he keeps telling everyone, like, knock it off, act like you've scored before. <laughs> you know, it's just like they're celebrating like it's like the greatest victory of all time. Yeah, exactly. it was a little bit like that. It was a little bit like that. But look, if it gets him going, I mean, he, oh, he was fine. coming in off an injury. Yeah. Um, but I still think with, we need to get him going for us to be a real threat against yeah, good Yeah, I agree with that. Um, our backline, look, they worked more cohesively and they definitely restricted Sydney. I mean, Fro- I mean, Frost on Buddy still looked like a bit of an ominous Look, I mean, matchup, but it yeah. held up. It held up. I mean, Oscar McDonald. The moment when he about Oscar McDonald. Oh, that was bad. That wasn't great, but you know, in general, Oscar they actually right. did all right. Well, yeah. they kept them to seventy-seven points. Yeah. So you know, that's an achievement. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think we're moving, and hopefully, we're moving in the right directions, and right. this is not an aberration. That's right. That's right. Um, so we haven't really talked about the critical thing from the game. Braden Proust. Oh, I love it. Proustie. Proustie or Proustie. As, as Brian Teller yeah. called. BT does not know his name. What a snap. That was great. What about the second guy? Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. extraordinary. Is he, is he the solution to all our problems? Yeah, it was Braden Proust. The Braden Proust, Dom Tyson trade looks um a lot better day by day. <laughs> yeah. No, he's great. I like him. Yeah. He reminds we me of Mumford. We have the most random trades with North Melbourne. I know. From Gisbets to Pedersen. I know. To Proust for Tyson. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's really weird. We trade. keep trading out like high draft picks. Yeah, high draft pick midfielders who have failed. Yeah, at the club. Right. For In exchange for sort of lumbering key position players. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But he could be a bit of a cult hero. I quite like Percy. He's a Percy. big boy, isn't he? Do you know what? He reminds me of Mumford in the yeah. sense that he wants to hurt people. And yeah. I quite like that. He will invariably get suspended more than once. Right. Um, I have no doubt about that. But He'll I do like some him. Undisciplined things. I yeah, think. but I like his I like his bash and crash style. Right. I'm into it. And it really does help the structure when he's rucking in the forward line. Yeah. Because Wiedemann and McDonald don't need to ruck. And that's too much pressure. Gorn doesn't need to go into the ruck all the time. Yeah, and Gorn played so well. Gorn had a great game. But it's interesting, though. They really use Gorn at the centre bounce almost always. Proust Proust did that very rarely. So it seems like they still want Gorn to be the centre bounce ruckman almost all the time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting to see how it works. I mean, look, I still think, as with all things, the jury is still out a little bit. If we have a couple of games where we get run off our feet... I think there will be a question mark. Oh, definitely, Bruce. definitely. But for a, for a start. Yeah, it was a great debut. Well done, Prissy. snap. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And I like this story that apparently he gave his girlfriend a handshake. <laughs> instead of a hug. Instead of a hug during the jumper presentation. He's, what a character. He seems like a bit of a character. Yeah. One of the most interesting faces in football. Oh, definitely. Just an interesting His post game interview with oh. um with um, Jude Bolton was hilarious. Fantastic. He, he was really, like nothing to nah, add. No, he was like, yeah, no, nah, good. Yep. And then, then, <laughs> back then to Jude Bolton didn't know what to say, so he's like, back to Gordon we go. That was really funny. That was fantastic. Um, okay, so <laughs> but speaking of, so are we happy with the Proust Tyson trade then? 
I mean, it's been a handful of weeks. I feel a bit sorry for Tyson. He's in the North Melbourne Reserves with Tom Sparrow shadowing him and keeping him to like, what, zero effective kicks, you said? I think he had like, yeah, very few effective kicks. I don't think he's going to get recalled. It's a bit sad. I do feel a bit sorry for him as well. Poor Dom. Yeah. it, look, it'll probably be Rusey's biggest error in his coaching career. Definitely. You say? Oh, Giving up the definitely. opportunity to get Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly or the Bont for Tyson. Well, the thing is, Rusey so, always says that he also would, would have gone for Billings. I think Billings was actually his first choice. Right. To be fair, Billings actually would be quite helpful in our team. He would be. In the sense that he can kick. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But anyway. Well, look, we don't relitigate that, but gee, seeing Tyson oh, in the reserves on Sparrow is not great for that. No, it is, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, Nitz, this week's Rowan Bale Award for Most Underrated Performance. Finally, there's actually someone credible we can award it to after the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, who do you want to award it to this this week? Well, my pick is Hawke, Marty Hawke. I thought he played a good game. I thought he was handy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he butchered it occasionally, but he just seemed pretty composed. Yeah, he's I actually like that. No, I liked him. Yeah, he looks about seven years old, but... Does he really look like he's yeah, seven years old? No, you're saying face. that... Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he looks that young. I think it was handy. But honourable mention to Jaden Hunt. Yeah. He's, I like him in the forward line. He's zippy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he always has been a hard worker, I think. He's always a huge tackler. You know, he throws himself into it. But it's actually paying off in, in the forward line. Because mm. he doesn't need that many touches to be effective. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I really liked I think mine will go to Jaden Hunt. I think he's really working his way back into form, which is great. Yeah. And he's giving our forward line something we don't have, which is just real, ex- just pure speed. You know? do, you, do you think he's an upgrade on uh, your man, Alex Neil Bullen? Oh, well, we actually did some research into this. Alex Neil Bullen hasn't, didn't get dropped at all last year. That's true. And apparently... I didn't need research for that. I remember that distinctly. No, okay, <laughs> fine. Not the research into that part. But we, he also, um, you know, he, so he played like 19 out of 22 games in 2017. Yeah. He's been a real fixture in this team oh, for the past two years. Goodwin's a fan. Goodwin is a fan. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it sounds like in the VFL what he got, like, 14 disposals and 13 tackles. I mean, the tackles it's are good. It's a lot good, of tackles, yeah. It's a lot of tackles, but, you know, it's not tackle ball, yeah. right? It's not... Or, or run ball. Or run ball. Or like, endurance ball. Exactly. Yeah. At some point, you've got to kick it, and yeah. at some point, you've got to have the skills. Well, look, I hope he, I hope he gets, the, um, gets some good games in um, and gets some goals and gets back into form. Because... He is better than what he's shown this year. I no, mean, definitely. Neither of us are fans of, of Neil Bullen, but he's better than what he's shown. Oh, definitely. Um, so hopefully but Goodwin is a big nibbling fan. his way back in. But, yeah. But right now, he's not there. And you know what I'm desperate for? is, And we can talk about this in relation to next week's game. Uh, players to have a few good games in the VFL then come back in. Yeah. Because we've been playing so terribly, we can't even do that anymore. Players will have like one game or even a, not a good game and come straight in. So, yeah. Tell me, tell me about this week's, this week's ins and outs. What do you think? Well, I think that does Stretch stay in the team? They'll surely give him another week, right? They can't just keep yeah. putting people in and out. It's actually a bit frustrating just constantly being in and out of the team. I agree to an extent, but let's just say that Lewis is fit mm. and they want to play him. Mm. I mean, who goes out? Well, yeah, I mean, maybe Spargo, Josh Wagner. I mean, Josh Wagner, I've liked his... I think he's been playing all right. Yeah. Do you think Lockhart will come back in? I wouldn't mind Lockhart being back in the team against a quick team like St Kilda. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him being back in. He didn't do much wrong. Well, look, I think Garlett has to come in. I mean, can't contradict my philosophy given he's had one good game in the VFL, but it sounds like he dominated. Mm. And, and Spargo did a couple of nice things, but he doesn't Spargo, get enough of it. He yet. doesn't get enough of it. He's small but and, you know, doesn't accumulate, but has maximum impact when he does accumulate. Yes, yes. I know yeah. you see him as a role model. I yeah. really do. I see him as, like, sort of my kindred spirit. <laughs> I will always cheer for Spargo to stay in the team. You Anyone? A lot, of, a lot of time for Spargo. Yeah, yeah, a lot of time for Spargo. No, but, you know, he's a good kick and he's a good user. I yeah. do appreciate that. Yeah. 
Look, I wouldn't mind keeping him, but I just think he's the logical out for Garland. I don't know who else would go out. Yeah, I guess that's right. I mean, I think Corey Wagner's done enough to keep him. No, definitely. I think Corey Wagner should stay. Josh Wagner? Look, I think the thing is, if Jeddah comes in, Josh Wagner's going to be probably in some trouble. Um, or Hoare, but I think Hoare had a good game. But no, we Hoare did have a good again. game. No, I mean, we had to drop bit, him twice in It's a bit silly weeks. to keep drop, going, yeah. cha- chopping and changing when he's actually playing all right. Even dropping Wagner seems harsh, but I mean, Jed is a guard. You have to bring him in. Yeah, so I agree. That would probably make sense. This is my point. If Lewis comes in, at a certain point, Stretch would probably have to go. I don't know mm. who else really would fall out of the team. Mm. But then the question is, do we want Lewis this week against a very quick St Kilda? Well, he's skillful. Yeah. And we want him against a, like a skillful team. Yeah. I mean, I don't think St Kilda are that skillful, mind you, but like they're quick and I think that we need, he's valuable in the sense of, in the sense of just having a good head on his shoulders and knowing how to kick properly from the back line. I agree with that. Maybe this is the week to say to Lewis, look, just take a week in the VFL just to get back into it. Uh, And part of that is maybe not to change a settled lineup that much. I mean, it is nice to have a team with a win. I don't know if we want to be making three changes straight up. That's a lot of changes to make, I guess. I guess, especially after a win. And given that um, Oscar McDonald, who knows if he'll pull up, he had a concussion. Oh, really? Yeah. When did he get knocked out? Uh, I don't think he was knocked out, but late in the game he had I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that could open up a spot potentially for May. It's a bit unclear where May is at. Mm. Um, so well, missing. I'm sure we'll extend it for another five or six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the end of it, by, by the end of this week, he'll be up for the next like four weeks. <laughs> um, so, Nitz, are we going to win this game? It's just tough. Like St Kilda. About this game. Yeah, they're a quick team and they're up and about because they've had this. Which yeah. we struggle at typically. Yeah, we yeah. do not play well at the MCG. Weirdly. Yeah. Um, Wide ground. Mm, I mean, I think we should smack him in the contested ball. Yeah. Like, absolutely smack them. I don't yeah. even know and if Jack Steven is playing. Yeah, and the Rock. But they're quick. It's these quick teams that always concern me a bit. Yeah. I mean, we did, we beat them pretty comfortably last year, but then we also had a horrible loss to them. At the G, yeah. At the G. Yeah. I'm going to tip us. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, we are going to win. Positive thinking. Positive thinking. I'm worried that this is the kind of team that will expose us a little bit. Mm. Like, uh, they're like an S. They're like a worse version of Essendon in some ways. Yeah, exactly. They're quick. They play on a lot. They know a bunch how of to fronters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I'm worried that the matchup doesn't quite work for us. But I think if we pull this off, a season suddenly back on track, mm. right? We definitely have a shot against Richmond. Mm. Um, yeah, this is massive game, isn't it? Huge. It's almost hard to see us coming back if we no, don't. No, I game. think it's going to be really tough if we lose this game to come right. back from that. Because yeah. that sends us to one and four with Richmond next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm tipping a close loss, but if we can pull it out, suddenly everything's back on track. No, I'm tipping a win. Okay. Mm. All right, well, thank you for joining us again, Deluded, from Barbados. We apologize for the sound quality here. Uh, We'll be back next week, back in the US, um, hopefully to celebrate a great win against St Kilda. Uh, Follow us at Deluded Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, Until next time, go Dees. Go Dees.